Welcome to the Sweet Freedom Over 50 podcast. My name is Robin Polk. I've lost 70 pounds and kept it off for over six years. Join me each week where I'll be sharing reasons why weight loss feels so hard after 50, tips and tricks for weight loss after 50, and strategies for successful long-term weight loss. Let's get started. Hello and welcome. Thank you for joining me for another episode of the Sweet Freedom Over 50 podcast. I am really happy you are here today. Today, I wanted to talk to you about things that may need to change in order to successfully lose weight. And those things are habits, patterns, and behaviors. And if you were anything like me and you have had been overweight all of your life, most of your life, maybe the past decade or two, then this is something that we've acquired that maybe we don't even realize is some of the habits, patterns, and behaviors that have come up that we have that we really no longer service, right? So here's what I, you know, I, I want to preface this by saying you don't need to change 100% of these all at the same time. Weight loss is a journey. You have to give yourself time to be able to change and acclimate to different habits, patterns, and behaviors, right? So this is a practice and you're practicing on making these changes. And I also wanted to say, if you have not yet listened to the Give Yourself a Year episode, I believe it's episode three, pause this and go back to that and listen so that you know it's kind of leads on from that, this episode. So if you have not listened to that episode, I ask you to go back and listen to that first and then come back to this one. So the first thing in changing habits, patterns, and behaviors is the first thing is always pick your start date. So I want you to actually look at your calendar and decide what date you are starting. This is the date that you are changing your life. There's no looking back. This is just how you're going to do things. You're you're a different creature now. You're ready to lose the weight. You're ready to feel amazing in your body, to wake up with lots and lots of energy. And starting by picking a start date, to me, it's essential. I did this with quitting smoking, and I did this with weight loss, and it worked both times. So that is the first thing I want you to do. I want you to pick your start date. Then the next thing I want you to do is to think about your day. Think about the hardest part of the day where you struggle most. Maybe when you're hungriest, are you maybe every evening you feel like you need a snack. Maybe at 3 p.m. you have that lull in your day and all of a sudden, oh my gosh, I don't have any energy. Well, here's the thing. Those are things I want you to take note of. Write them down. So that's where I struggle. I struggle in the evening or I struggle at 3 p.m. And here's the thing I wanted to share. In the beginning, weight loss does take planning. You can't just go at it willy-nilly because that's where most of us fail. So doing this until you get good at it, right? Because I tell you all the time, this is a practice. So this is what you're doing. You think about your day, your hardest parts, and where you struggle the most. And I want you to write everything down, okay? And then the next thing I want you to do is to meal plan. And 
I know plans change, but if you have five or six go-to meals and you plan out your breakfasts, your lunches, and your dinners, and you grocery shop for those items, you have those things on hand. And then also have your snacks on hand. So, you know, when <laughs> when you feel, you know, you see a commercial on TV and you think, ooh, that looks really good. Nope, you have your own snacks ready and at hand for you so you don't feel tempted. As you practice, you get better. And with the planning of your meals, you start noticing how your body feels. Are the foods keeping me full? Are they keeping me satisfied? Do the foods feel good in my body? I don't feel tired or my stomach hurts or I have gas or any of those types of things. Then you know you're eating the right types of foods. So that's how you start your day. That's how you start with creating new habits, new patterns, new behaviors. So you wake up in the morning. What do you normally do? I'll share how I kind of went about it for me. So I never have been hungry in the mornings. So for me, I always had drank water and had coffee. I made it easy. I kind of have a plain coffee. I add a little heavy cream in there. Now I've switched to dairy-free, but that's okay too, right? So that's what I have every single morning. I feel satiated. I feel good. And then I would have breakfast around nine. I'm always an egg person. So to me, I like having the protein, maybe some vegetables occasionally. Most of the time I don't. I probably just have bacon and eggs. Um, I make my eggs with little bacon fat or butter, three eggs, and I don't know, four or five pieces of bacon and butter. And I feel full. I feel good for until lunch. And then what am I having at lunch? It's it's one o'clock. And then I've picked a meal for that day and then pick a meal for your dinner and have that. But if you're in between those meals, so if you're in between, maybe you're hungry in between breakfast and lunch, what can you do in that time? Can you have a nice healthy snack that'll keep you held over until lunchtime? Can you get out and move your body? Make sure you're identifying the hardest parts of your day, maybe between lunch and dinner. So you've had your lunch and you feel full, then all of a sudden, like I said, that 3 p.m. lull comes along and all of a sudden you have no energy. Okay, what habit and pattern and behavior do you usually have during that time? Where do you struggle there? What do you do in that struggle? So if you have the 3 p.m. lull, what is something you could do instead? If you're a busy a busy mom or grandma or you you're working and you can't really get out and do anything, you, maybe you can stand up at your desk and just walk in place for a minute. Maybe you can lift your arms up and down, move them to the sides and get that body moving, get some juices flowing so you feel you have a little more energy. I want you to drink a big glass of water. And then if you're still feeling that, oh my gosh, I just don't think I can make it till dinner time, have something with protein and then have your dinner. Here's another thing I was thinking about just as I was saying this. I know a lot of people have said, you know, when I'm making dinner for my family, I'm snacking on what I'm making or, you know, snacking on something else while I cook dinner. 
And if that is a habit or a pattern of behavior, what can you do instead? Maybe you can put on some music. Maybe you can dance around the kitchen as you're making dinner. You can leave a piece of paper there and you can journal around your day or how you're feeling if whatever comes up and you can do that. Have your dinner and then always paying attention to your fullness. Am I full? How am I feeling? I think this is a lot for most of us um, is that downtime in the evening. The, you know, we've cleaned the kitchen, we've cooked, we've cleaned, and now it's time for us and we can go sit on the couch and relax. Well, what does that look like for you? Does that look like taking a bag of chips with you, taking the cookies with you? What does that mean for you? Does that mean going back and forth into the kitchen looking for something? (laughs) I think I'm pretty guilty of that over the years, you know, expecting there's going to be something else that I want in there. What can you do in the evening? So maybe you can make a cup of tea. Maybe you can, again, you can stand up and walk in place, do some kicks, move your arms, get the juices flowing in your body so you're not constantly thinking about, let me go in this kitchen and find out what I can have. Maybe you can clean your kitchen, turn off all the lights, and that's it. You make that note to yourself, I'm done for the day. You know, a lot of times it's hard for us because we are always anything that comes into our heads telling us, I'm hungry, I need something sweet to eat. We're just accustomed to, you know, giving into that. Oh, yeah, I need something sweet to eat. Yeah, I'm hungry. Maybe if you ask yourself, am I hungry? When was the last time I ate? Did I have enough to eat? And asking yourself those questions to really feel Am I ready for a next meal? Am I ready for a snack? Because maybe your body does need a little snack. I don't want you to just, you know, put it aside and say, oh, you know, and your body is really hungry and you're you're not paying attention to it. So really paying attention to those hunger cues and noticing, you know, am I really hungry? And if you are, have a little protein, have a glass of water and see how that feels when I was sharing like my day for the breakfast, lunch, and dinner, I have trained myself and learned over the years that with eating three meals, I just really didn't need to snack a lot. I didn't feel hungry in between. And this will be another episode because I wanted to share how, you know, getting rid of being a snacker has helped my weight loss so much as well. So that is in an upcoming episode, but I want you to really go back and this is going to be need to be tweaked probably several times because as you're changing your habits, patterns and behaviors, you'll acquire the new ones. And those will be the ones that you put into place instead of the ones that were there. So as I stated, here's how you can have a successful weight loss journey. Pick your start date. Think about your day. Think about the, where you struggle the most, where it's hardest for you, and make a plan. Make a meal plan. Have your meals, breakfast, lunch, and dinners scheduled. Have them on, I don't even care if you write them on a little sticky, and at least you know going into your day what you're having so you don't feel tempted or to go 
and do, you know, eat the foods that you don't want to have. Keeping yourself on this schedule so you can really pay attention. And like I said, weight loss at the beginning, really, it does take a lot of planning. But if you say that's what you want, you want to lose weight, you want to learn how to do it differently, this is how you do it differently. You have to change the things that have kept you stuck in the same patterns for so, so long, right? You you have to really get comfortable with being uncomfortable. And I think that's a lot of times why I quit over the years. I did not like to be uncomfortable. <laughs> I just wanted my old ways to work, whatever I used to do, you know, because this is the way it used to work. Well, weight loss is different. Weight loss is different when you're in your 50s, 60s, 70s, 80s, and beyond. Weight loss is different than it was when you were 20, 30, and 40. And it's okay because, like I said, we've, we're so used to those habits, patterns, and behaviors, we're stuck on it. And learning how to have an open mind is going to be so helpful for you. Have an open mind to changing these habits, patterns, and behaviors. They're not serving you anymore. They're keeping you stuck. And if you are ready to change, this is going to help you so much. So I'm so curious if you try this, I want to know. I want to know if there's something that you need more explanation about, but I want you to know this is a practice. It's not going to be perfect. You're not going to be 100%. But if you keep striving on changing the habits, patterns, and behaviors that are no longer serving you, you will lose weight. You will be successful. And this journey will be amazing for you. Thank you so much for tuning in and joining me. I am so grateful that you're here. Until the next time, talk to you then. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Sweet Freedom Over 50 podcast. Please remember to subscribe to the podcast. And if you would, leave a five-star review. For more weight loss tips and tricks, join us over in the free Facebook community at Weight Loss Women Over 50. And until next time, remember to keep it simple.